Boys and girls, in a moment we're going to have a little think about what Christmas means. All right, but we're going to read from God's Word first, which is going to give us the answer. So parents, uh, if you've got a Bible, it's Colossians chapter 1, reading from verse 15. And here's what we read about uh, Jesus, the Jesus who was born in uh, Bethlehem. Here we read, he, that is Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of our all creation. For by him... All things that were created, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He's before all things, and in him all things hold together, and he is the head of the body of the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things whether things on earth or things in heaven by making peace through his blood shed on the cross Uh, boys and girls do you fancy learning a memory verse you've been good at memory verses in the past we've learned some haven't we Uh, and this one this morning is really really short so you'll get it okay and even your parents might get it it's on the screens So you get to look at it for a little while, and then we'll take it away, and we've got some actions and things. So here it is. It says, he, that is Jesus, is the image of the invisible God. Okay, can you try saying that with me? We'll say Jesus instead of he, so it's really clear. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Here's some actions. When we say image, can you pretend like you're taking a photograph? He is the image can you do that? Have you done that? He is the image. So you get an image when you take a photograph. And for invisible, let's do this. Okay? Invisible. So if we put that together, we get Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Let's point to this for God. Uh, can you try that on your own? Jesus... Okay, as normal, boys and girls, you did it very well, but there were lots of people upstairs didn't do it. So all together, we're going to learn this memory verse. Can we take it down? We know it now. Let's take it down. Let's try it all together. So we have Jesus is the image of the invisible God. On your own? Good. Now, now we've memorized it. We're going to come back and say it a couple more times. We need to try and understand what that means. Now, what does it mean if something or someone is invisible? Does anyone know what that means? Yeah? You can't see it. Is that what it means? If something or someone is invisible, it means you can't see it. Now, does anyone have an invisible friend? Quite a few of you do. What's your invisible friend's name? Harvey. Wow. Who else has an invisible friend? I heard Rebecca Naismith has two. You have an invisible friend. Sitting next to Rebecca. Are you one of Rebecca's invisible friends? What's your invisible friend's name? Say that again. Harvey as well. Do you two know each other? So what is it that makes Harvey invisible? 
so you can't see him. An aardvark. Harvey the invisible aardvark. Okay, this is going to plan. This bit wasn't scripted. If someone is invisible, it means you can't see them. Is that right? Does anyone know how to play air guitar? There's some air guitar. What is, what's an air guitar? It's a guitar that you can't... So I've got mine here. See, so you can strap it up. Can you play along with me? Yeah? Have we got some Cliff Richard or something we could rock out to? No. But if you play, if you play air guitar, the guitar is invisible. Who's seen Harry Potter? What has Harry Potter got that makes him invisible? Yeah? The invisibility cloak. So when Harry puts on his invisibility cloak, what happens? He's invisible. Yeah, that's right. So do you understand what invisible means? Good. Good. So what, let's do our memory verse again. And let's see, it teaches us something about God. We said Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Do you see that God is invisible? In fact, if you listen carefully to what Cameron read to us earlier, John, in John's Gospel we read, no one has ever seen God. God is invisible. But what did we learn of Jesus? Jesus is the... Of the... Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Jesus is God made visible. So if you want to see God, who do you look at? Jesus. Now, that's what Christmas is all about. Christmas is God becoming visible in the person of his son, Jesus. So as you look at the visible Jesus, you see the invisible God. Because he is the image of the God. So Christmas is all about God becoming visible. When you look at Jesus, you see the invisible God. Christmas is God sending his son so that as you look at his son, you know what the father is like. You see the son and you can know what the invisible father is like. Now, I want to illustrate this with a game. I've asked a few father and son combos to come up to the front. So if I've asked you, these father and sons, the dads and boys, are going to come up all muddled up and... You have to work out whose son is whose father, okay? Has anyone ever told you that you look like your dad or mum? Unfortunately, sometimes we grow up... Not unfortunately. Sometimes we grow up to look like our mums and dads. So, let's try this. If, you've, if I've asked you, come forward, don't be shy. And I need you to stand not next to your son. If that's all right, quick, she can. I'll come down. So, boys and girls, are you going to help me? We need to work out whose father is whose son. I'll give you some clues. So, uh, Ian, can you put this on? This is a clue to one of them. Okay? So, but can you all see that? Okay, so, can you turn around so you can see these? So let's go with Ian first. Here's Ian, one of the sons. Now, who do you think is Ian's father? Which one? Which one? This one here. What do you think? Do they match? Great. So if you could stand back here. You stand in front of them. Okay, so here's the point. When you see the father, when you see the son, you know what the father's like. Okay. What about, now this one. 
Who do you think is his dad? Okay, good. So we've got two jam tarts. So when, when you see the son, you know what the father is like. Okay, it's getting a bit harder. What about this young man? The guy in the middle. This one? This one. Yeah, is that right? Good. So what's the point? When you see the son, you know what the father is like. We've got one more. Okay, so if you don't get this one, I'm worried. Who is Connor's dad? Okay. okay, good. So when you see the one that's left, you know the one. That, when you see the son, when you see the son, you know what? You know what the father is like. Good, you guys can go away. That's great. Give him a hand. That's helpful. Okay, so what's the point? When you see the son, you know what the father is like. So when God sends his son, Jesus, to be born in a stable, when we look at Jesus, we can learn about who? God, the invisible God, because Jesus is the... of the... Great. He is the image of the invisible God. Now, how can he do that? Well, you've sung it to us. One of the songs you sang this morning was fully... fully God and fully man. Good. Do you know, the baby that we see in a manger, there's no baby there. Uh, The baby that was born on Christmas Day, Jesus was fully God. You sang that to us. Fully God. In Colossians, we read, you know what? That as that baby, because he was fully God, lying in the manger, he was actually keeping the whole of creation alive. The baby there, although he was being fed by his mum, was actually keeping his mother's heart beating. Because the baby in the manger is fully God. Did you get that? He is the baby who would grow up to be the man who would still the storm and walk on water and raise the dead and feed the 5,000. Because he was fully God. Sometimes we say when a baby's born, that is a big baby. This is a big baby. He is fully God. Amazing, isn't it? But also, he was fully God and he was fully man. He's fully baby, you're right. Fully human. He was just like you in every way. What? So he would grow up just like you guys grow up. There's a carol we sometimes sing that I think gets this all wrong. So can you finish the line we sing? Uh, the cattle are lowing, the baby awakes, the little Lord Jesus. No crying he makes. Have you ever met a baby that didn't cry? No, babies cry. He was fully human. Just as he was fully God, he was fully human. He was the one who grew up and he got hungry, he got tired, he got thirsty. He cried because he is fully God and fully man so that we can say he is the image of the... Okay, what happened? He is the... Of the... So he is fully God and fully man so that he might be visible to us, seen by people, touched by people, heard by people. So that as you see the visible Jesus, you see the invisible God.
So that as we read the stories about Jesus in the Bible, he is showing us what the invisible God is like. Fully God, fully man. He is the image of the invisible God. Now, I was going to explain, why did he come? Why did the invisible God become visible? But you've already explained it to me. You stole my thunder. Do you remember you sang in the song, Fully God, fully man. That's the truth we must understand. Son of God, son of man. Jesus came, God's, God's rescue plan. Why did the invisible God become visible at Christmas? Why did Jesus come as fully God and fully man so that he could be a rescuer? So that he could be a savior? Do you know, we know a lot about Christmas, that when it comes to Christmas, we need to be well behaved, don't we? Because Santa's going to find out who's been naughty or nice, yeah? He knows when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, he knows when you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake, yeah? Behavior matters around Christmas time, because your parents might say, listen, if you're not well behaved, Santa won't give you any presents. Do you know the true message of Christmas is even more important than that. It's not if we're bad, Santa might not give us any presents. But actually, because we're bad, it means that we're not actually God's friends, but we're God's enemies. And the glorious, the great, the exciting message about Christmas is God became visible in Jesus so that he could be our rescuer. To change us from enemies into friends. The baby who was born in a cradle, was the man who grew up to die on a cross. Do you know, as he hung on the cross, he was still fully God and fully man. Do you know that? As he hung on the cross, he was still fully God, keeping alive the very soldier that was hammering nails into his hands. Still keeping the stars and planets in place. But he was also fully man. He bled He cried, he screamed, he died. So that we could look at the cross and see the invisible God made visible. Look at something on Jesus on the cross and say, God is loving. God is kind. God is forgiving. As Jesus dies as an enemy so that we could be his friends. What's the verse? He is the image of the invisible God. God's. So as you wake up on Christmas morning, uh, this time next week, you'll be up way before 20 to 12. But as you wake up, and as you go to open your Christmas presents, and something is revealed, why not think, okay, this is about God revealing himself, making himself known at Christmas. Christmas is like God taking off his invisibility cloak. Christmas is like God, you ever played peekaboo? You know how peekaboo works? It's not really a game, is it? You cover your eyes and say what? Peekaboo! You got a fright. But Christmas is all about God revealing himself in the person of Jesus. Let's pray and then we're going to sing one final carol.